Welcome to this inspiring yet godly episode of the True Voice Podcast Show. I am your host, Olanika Kirimisi. Last week, I read a true life story of a 16-year-old boy who committed suicide on the account of what his mother has been saying to him all his entire 16 years. According to this young boy, his mother had a regret of giving birth to him because his father abandoned him. In a suicide note he left behind for his mother, he wrote that his mother had always wished that he doesn't exist in a life which would be a best birthday gift ever. And lo and behold, this boy committed a suicide on his mother's birthday and hoping that his, that his special gift of taking his life would be the best birthday gift his mother ever wished for. He also expressed in the suicide note how much he loved his mother but she never ever saw it. This is a pathetic story, sincerely, and it is on account of this that I decided to have this episode of the True Voice podcast with an expert in clinical psychology. So he is a clinical psychologist, that's just it. And he will be talking to us on the topic mental well-being in children. Mental well-being in children. Thank you, Dr. Olubuengakoka, for joining me on this podcast. Thank you very much. Good to be here. Thank you so much, sir. Thank you. How has it been? I've been following you, your activities recently, talking about a lot of things that has to do with mental health. Mm-hmm. And sincerely, I must say you're making great impact. Thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. Good to be here this particular day. (laughs) Thank you so much, sir. So, to begin, in your years of experience, what would you say is mental health in children? Okay. Thank you very much for that question because it's no longer news that mental health challenges in children now pervades our society. So we say mental health in children is actually the wellness in thinking, ability to regulate their own feelings such that it positively impacts their behavior according to social norms or social expectations. So we say the ability to properly think, perceive things and process them correctly not irrationally in such a way that the feeling becomes mutual regardless of the situation and they are able to comport themselves and adjust appropriately to the society in a way that is socially acceptable in a way that is the norm of that particular environment or society they find themselves Hmm. thank you Hmm. i like the way you i like the way you analyze it it's quite different from the general definition we have on the internet. So how important is this mental health in children? As a matter of fact, the mental health or mental wellness of children becomes of primary importance. Number one, we say there is no health 
without mental health. Mm -hmm. The ability of an individual to coordinate, to control, to direct his or her own emotions in such a way that it positively impacts what he does and that of every other person that he comes across with or that he relates with is one of the hallmark of a, of a successful life. So if a child is not able to achieve this early enough or imbibe this, life becomes a struggle regardless of the ability of that person physically or physiologically and regardless of the intellectual property of that particular person once the person is not emotionally balanced the remaining part of life becomes a struggle and let's not forget that the crucial days or the crucial years that developmental age of a child is very very crucial because from the age of zero to six or seven psychologists believe that 70 percent of a child's personality is developed from that age of zero to six or seven so whatever has not been done over that period of time become a carryover a deficit all through life whereas the remaining 30 percent is just an adjustment all through life so imagine two people starting a race and one already has 70 percent of everything he needs or she needs at mm. the age of seven and the other one still lagging behind not even know what is obtainable how far do you think the other person will go that is why we see a lot of children today that become teenagers and adults gaslight themselves internalize a lot of negative processes mm. because they don't have the foundation i also believe that there's a reason why the bible says train up a child training mm. is best achieved in childhood wow hey oh my god this is beyond what i just thought ah, wow so, so let us let, let me ask them can children suffer from mental imbalance or illness yes ma'am children can actually suffer for various reasons hmm. from mental and emotional imbalances or illnesses i'll divide it very quickly into three parts the first biological the hmm. second psychological and the third social issues the hmm. first part which is the biological comes from the parent we say a child is a combination of 50% the father, 50% mother. So yes, the genes, the genetics of the child can predispose the child to mental illness. So some children inherit mental health troubles from their parents hmm. by virtue of just contributing to their birth. Hmm. So it runs in the family. It is directly what is called introduced to the child because the child is a combination of both of them so some have single genetic loading either the mother or father now imagine in a case where it runs in both family double hmm. genetic loading so the child is going to be worse off if care is not taken than the parent that has actually um, uh, uh, given birth to that child then we have other things also under this particular biological issues like a mother that smokes that is now giving birth to a child with defects hmm. we have issues with prolonged labor there are certain times some people for religious reasons or some other belief pattern they believe that cs is a taboo yeah. so you know so they have prolonged session and at that particular prolonged labor and at that particular time the child is already supposed to be receiving oxygen out here so the brain we used to say the golden one minute and the golden four minutes of a child's yeah. birth so the brain requires 
a non saturation of oxygen at that time unfortunately if this labor belong becomes prolonged that might not happen as at when due and some other times like that at the time of bad some people don't go to professionals who can help them out so certain things that are needed there's something we call helping a child to breathe it's a core part of yes pediatrics so that particular time because there's a reason why the child has to breathe there's a reason why the child has to breathe if that is not done part of the brain becomes damaged and that could the child could suffer these consequences almost all through lives then our gender also predisposes us to certain types of mental health challenges like we know you mentioned the issue of suicide at, at the mm-hmm. opening of this program you discover that every suicide, they say girl child attempts suicide more than boy child, but every time a boy child attempts a suicide, he has an intention to complete it. So the male children will complete hmm. more suicide than female children, than even five, sometimes ten. So it's ratio five to one of hmm. the female. Yes. So both female by gender are. Um, better predisposed to things we call depression and anxiety. Yes. So our gender is also a factor when it comes to that. So let me go to the psychological issues. We see things like you mentioned, um, children or birth or pregnancies that were unplanned has a lot of psychological implication because by all means, even as much as you try to hide your irritation, just know that this was the pregnancy that stopped my career from progressing. Mm. So, and that becomes a carryover into the type of relationship we have with the child, hostile home environment, the parent not agreeing and fighting or quarreling or living in an environment that 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 is quarrelsome maybe among siblings maybe amongst you know like yeah. that then a emotional inavailability this one is very key every yeah. child is supposed to have something we call a secure attachment secure attachment is when an individual child grows into a healthy emotionally balanced adult knowing fully well that life can move on whatever happens they can get up and move forward and relationships in their life does not have to be by force they don't have to struggle they don't have to they don't they don't have to force anything relationship will freely come and they will freely Mm. go Mm. so they don't internalize any negative processes but Mm. for children that are that growing up their parents will were not all primary caregivers were not emotionally available mm-hmm. when i say emotionally available the presence of a father or a mother does not necessarily mean availability perfect so a mother may not be a traveler the father may be in town all through they might even say we live and grew up together does not mean are you one physically available mm-hmm. then if you are available when i say emotionally available are you approachable mm-hmm. Are you approachable? That is number two. So emotional availability. Then when the child approaches you to say, mommy, this happened or daddy, this happened, do they get the empathic response that they request or that they require Mm. at that particular point in time? So one is physical availability or psychological availability. My mom is just a phone call away. My dad is just an SMS away. One. Then number two, emotionally, are you approachable? Then number three, do they do you elicit the required response that will calm that child hmm. 
or help them to emotionally regulate properly at that particular point in time. That is one of the psychological challenges. So, like I've said, attachment challenges, then then something we call under psychological challenges, ACEs, adverse childhood experiences, maybe the loss of a mother, incarceration of a father, either of the parent or primary caregiver that is um, maybe bedridden or has a terminal illness, such that the child begins to play a role of an adult, even mm. as a child. So, there's a burden of care that is shifted from the mother or parent to the child because of the lack of availability of either parent, incarceration of the parent, loss of the parent, or terminal illness or some form of vulnerability of the parent, or even a parent that drinks or smokes, such that is never available beats his wife and the child has to be the primary caregiver once the woman or the man becomes an emotional wreck. So those things put a lot of pressure on children. Then we talk about things like bullying. Bullying can occur knowingly or unknowingly amongst children within the home, amongst family members, outside. So we do not take the case of bullying for light because it goes with the child all through life as either the abused becomes an abuser or mm. the abuse becomes shrinking into a shell for almost through their life until get they get help so we don't take it lightly so those are psychological issues then yeah. we have social issues like yelling at the child we have poor modeling by parents when a parent becomes a fighter the parent becomes you know this nonchalant attitude the children also grow up to become like that then absentee parenting you know some people then parent parenting style you know some people they are permissive anything the child wants say no 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 don't beat my child this one is mine mm-hmm. I, whatever he wants i give whatever she wants not knowing that they may be digging a grave of emotional impediment, emotional mm. challenge, psychological issues, or mental health challenges for that child because they are either uninvolved or they are very, very permissive or they are actually autocratic. Mm. So that shh, nobody talks in this house. Mm-hmm. I have the final say. This is what I say, and that is the end of it. So yes, we have biological, psychological, and that social causes as major primary causes of mental health challenges in wow. children. Thank you. Wow! Thank you so much, sir. Thank you, sir. So what are the possible symptoms parents or caregivers need to start taking note of of a mental imbalance in the children? Okay. Like I said, ability in the definition, ability to emotionally regulate, that is very important. So when we start seeing that symptom too, we see things like impulsive or reactive behaviors. Mm. For instance, the child is consistently sad for no reason over a period of time. Any child can be sad, adults too can be sad, but over a period of time, something must have caused it, and after a while, they get over it, it gets lighter. But you notice consistently that over this period of one week, two weeks, this child has been consistently consistently down, not because of sickness, not because of a loss. Then it's time to check in with that child. Then withdraw out to self, they just move out of, the, you know, move into their shell, and that is not their usual way of behaving before or hurting themselves some children cut themselves some burn themselves some starve themselves they say no i'm not eating i'm not hungry 
I'm not hungry. So they deprive themselves. They do all sorts of things. Some weepy spells. They begin to cry and cry. Some you see them emotional outbursts. They just are behaving awkwardly within the society. Some they are not able to present or to relate very well among people. Not because they are necessarily introverted, but you just discover that suddenly they became a withdrawal. They came this particular withdrawal than what it used to happened before then we have other things like poor handling of learning difficulties in children when we begin to beat we smack and we do a lot of things when children are trying to learn we do not give them the room to appropriately learn it may lead to a lot of problems to include learning disorders or learning disabilities so yes we also have symptoms like speech language and communication disorder that say okay this child is social age this child should be able to communicate age appropriately socialize age appropriately at this particular point in time but it's not happening so poor developmental milestone that is what we call it or failure to thrive at a given point in time or another and like i've said the regression a child that has been doing well before suddenly just begin to regress in functioning maybe academic even motor skills a child that has been walking and been running just begins to sit and sit and it's no longer moving and it's no longer do, doing what it ought to be doing or you you know, dysregulates just your sorry already lands potty or toilet training, but now begin to soil himself, now begin to bed wet or dysregulate emotionally without cause. So these things we need to begin to look into it one by one. Another area, especially some of the ones that is very big, is in the areas of eating habits. Hmm. eating habits so yes some begin to have some very awkward eating habits so either they eat too little or they eat too much or they pinch eat as in they don't eat all the time but one they want to eat they overeat all at once like that that you know that this is just dangerous for this particular the health of this child then issues with attention and concentration say pick me that or do this one you discover that the child is lost in two minutes they cannot focus in class they cannot be attentive they, they are not happy they are not emotionally regulating some of these things you know that becomes very very important that we explore them and find out what is really happening like they used to say it's better to be safe than hey. to be sorry wow <laughs> wow thank you so much sir. so quickly let us look at you've mentioned the factors that could be responsible for mental imbalance in children and a whole lot let us look at the possible solutions now, what are the possible solutions you can recommend for parents first let's take it for parents and we we'll also look at what solutions what advice do you have for children experiencing mental imbalance or illness okay thank you very much yes i'll say Number one, like I said, to be safe is better to, than to be sorry. So please consult a doctor, a general practitioner, a primary health um, service provider. You know, at least let them be able to certify that this child, so we do not hide our children. Parents, please yeah. listen and listen well. So if you hide that child, that means you are the first to stigmatize that child. Yeah. So one, we don't hide our children whatever disease we cover and we don't treat we fester it will blow up mm. and it can result in something very very damaging or dangerous and usually for children 
early diagnosis is key to resolving the issue for them so please let us present them at the primary health center or we should look for a specialist so we should not be afraid or ashamed as parents to ask for help that is number one number two is that we need to learn about these illnesses and their warning signs we cannot afford to be ignorant in the 21st century how well should my child play with the phone how long should he interact with social media what will be beneficial for him on social media because a lot of people do not know still that the number one addiction that is fast rising today is addiction to social media so as much as it could be positive it could also contribute to a lot of damage in the life in the emotional health of the child so we cannot afford to be ignorant that is number two we learn about the illnesses no mental health challenges enshrouded in mystery there's something about it written somewhere we need to find the truth read it so that we know for ourselves not just what people tell us then number three is that we consider family focused therapy see whenever a child is in need of some form of mental or emotional help it helps if every member of that family knows exactly what to do and how to be of help to that child so we are all going through it it fosters teamwork team mm. effort not that okay your doctor is around go 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 and meet your doctor or your therapist is around go and do therapy no it is mm. we it is all camaraderie team spirit so yes so we should consider a therapy kind that can that can that the whole family can be involved and we also learn be groomed and become assistant therapist in the process by virtue of learning that is also important it makes the child feels loved it makes the child feel wanted it makes yes that happen then we should avoid one thing we call high expressed emotion a lot of people that are taking care or having to take care of people with some form of physical mental or emotional health challenges after a while they start they start being very vulnerable sometimes they get overstressed and they begin to sometimes they lash out hmm. they say they say things they will eventually regret hmm critical comments like that one you said about that mm-hmm, spot mm-hmm. comment critical comment is a sign of high expressed emotion then emotional over involvement oh what are you doing oh are you sleeping are you waking it's not a sign of care it's being mm. over, overly involved so that the child is saying i can't breathe you are mm. you are all over me helicopter parenting mm. you are all over me school you are there home you are there this place you are there you don't want him to do anything by himself it's not disease it's not disease she's not diseased so we should know the limits to which we should get ourselves involved and areas where we should allow them play allow them explore because they also need to learn by discoveries so we should not get to that point where they feel so disabled that so i cannot even do anything for myself except my mom or my dad is present checking and looking over my shoulders i do not feel i feel my private space is invaded i feel you know invaded so we should avoid these things then for we ourselves caregivers can be easily stressed so we look for and explore stress 
reduction techniques or management if we need to socialize we should socialize if we need to relate with family member let's do it we should not um if, if we need to uh, do spiritual stuff let's do relate with god relate with people around interact socialize communicate like they say problem shared mm-hmm. is hard solved sometimes the fact that you are saying it actually reduces the emotional stress you are feeling at mm-hmm. the time so yes if you need to you know just cool off once in a while everybody needs it so something that relaxes them it varies from person to person some says when i watch video i see a movie it relaxes me some other person says no it's when i sleep i feel relaxed and some other person says no it is when this is happening for me i'm with my friends you know we are catching up we are doing body body meeting that so know what works for you and apply it so that you don't get to the point where you are high stressed and you are suffering emotional burnout because once you are not fit emotionally then you become a problem or a liability to the child you are supposed to be caring for that is for parents and as for children please if you feel somehow or you see something kindly say something if you see something say something Mm. if you feel somehow talk to somebody if you talk to somebody and the person is not responsive or you don't get the response you desire please talk to another person Mm. and another person and another person until you are able to get or they they elicit the the desired response for Mm. you it's very very important do not close yourself up and for the fact that either parent is not available or you think you are suffering alone does not mean it is true there are a lot of children out there like you that are suffering the same fate they are just looking for somebody like you to come up and say i have this challenge i have this challenge and mm. every other person too begins to come out there are support groups outside that can help both parents and and even their wards or their children that are going through this particular um, mental health challenges there are there are medications that help to mitigate the effect of these things therapy also help lifestyle modification adjustment in our diet exercises socialization you know thinking read materials that help you you know that help you grow that help you foster that help you develop tune out tune away sometimes we have sensory overload because of news because of junk we see on social media because of a lot of things Mm -hmm. don't put yourself don't keep yourself in a corner relate socialize there are team sports that does not require anything just call a friend say let's play this let's do this almost in school around so and a lot of other places like that that by virtue of interacting and socializing Mm. other people too will notice and some of those emotions will start lifting because exercise has been proven Mm -hmm. as one of the ways by which emotional burden can lift Mm. yes so it's very important once we socialize there's a rush of dopamine there's interaction Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. there's healing there's there's sharing session that one of the reasons why a lot of people like to drink among other people for those people that are used to alcohol or that are addicts is because in that particular place there's no inhibition you can speak your mind without being judged or being condemned so Mm. and it is healthy 
it is a healing process to be able to talk to be able to vent to be able to 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 speak ex- the way you feel within yourself so please talk about it talk about it until you are heard talk about it until you get the required help and support as a child wow wow <laughs> this is a wow so tell out of those us to keep on going and going and going but because of time we won't be able to go further and i must say thank you so much dr gwenga for for taking out your time with me today on the true voice podcast i wouldn't know if you would like to share your contact in case some of our listeners might need your expertise okay the number is 0 80636367466 or you can send an email to psy2 number 2 psy2ng at gmail.com psy2ng at gmail.com thank you All right, sir. Thank you so much, sir. And we have come to the end of this podcast with uh, of this episode of the True Voice podcast show. And thank you so much for listening. In case you have some comments or further questions, especially on this particular episode because it is a very sensitive one. Kindly send an email to the email address on this platform that is gr8 as an 8 and figure Alice writer at gmail.com gr8 Alice writer at gmail.com until next saturday don't forget to share this particular episode to all your loved ones as a form of support and form of love to everyone and don't forget what our guest said he said don't hide your child early diagnosis is one of the best way of helping a child and then every child deserves to be mentally healthy every child deserves to be mentally healthy thank you so much i remain online care and curious